0: Every empire needs a leader to encourage, energize, and elevate them. We are Eskimos Empire. And this is the Eskimos Coaches Show with our leader, Jason Moss. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube, where you can earn a $100 travel credit. JiffyLubeservice.ca. Here's Morley Scott with Jason Moss on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. Daniels is... Catch! What a catch by Davaris Daniels as he goes underneath the defender, scoops up his first touchdown as an Eskimo, and it's turned into a blowout. That's the one that sealed the deal for the Eskimos on Thursday night. Trevor Harris to Davaris Daniels in the third quarter. The convert made it 30 to three. Both teams added a field goal after that. It finished 33-6 last Thursday night in Vancouver. The Eskimos go to three and one on the season with their second win of the year over the BC Lions. To talk about that and more, head coach Jason Moss is here. Hey coach how are you doing great thanks uh 6 is the largest margin of victory in your time as a head coach uh with the eskimos uh how close was that to uh the complete game for a football team that you coached here
1: yeah i mean that's probably the most complete we've played uh, i think special teams defense offense all combined together um you know there was a lot of good things and obviously the scoreboard indicated it at the end so um i didn't realize that that was the the largest margin but it it didn't quite feel like that to be quite honest with you you're always just you know every game so hard to win and you're you know grinding to the very end but obviously when you go you do look up when this when it reaches zero and you see uh what your team has just done and accomplished it, it was a proud moment and uh yeah, very, very pleased with with the guy's performances. Truthful answer here now. When do you look up at the scoreboard? What time during a game on
0: Thursday night do you look up and go, I think we got this?
1: Yeah, don't. I Honestly, I've been in the CFL way too long. Like, I never do. I never feel comfortable till it hits zero. And at the end of the day, you know, you're trying to grind and play and you know um obviously play hard to the very end and you know that's just one of those things it's not that you're not confident that you're going to pull it out or anything like that it's just you know you just want to keep playing and keep your head down and and keep grinding throughout
0: Led from start to finish too, which is a first this year, something that you haven't accomplished. You got the first touchdown of the game. Uh, must be a little little easier feeling. I know you're always concerned and you're always trying to get better, but it must be an, a nice feeling to have the lead early and keep it right through
1: to the end. Yeah, year. we talked about it during the bye week, the things that we hadn't accomplished yet. One of them was scoring a touchdown in the first quarter. We knew it would come at some point, you know, and you obviously go out every week expecting that to happen. And, you know, we were fortunate enough to, to do that right away and score first quarter touchdown. And then obviously with the defense, we have and the way they were playing, it was going to hold and stand. So, um, you know, like I said, the one thing, too, I mean, our special teams in this game, the return game, gave us such great field position all night offensively. Our defense getting the stops, special teams getting the returns. I mean, it was like I said, it was a it was all three phase game uh, playing at a very high level in order to do that. It's hard to win and it's hard to win on the road. So when you're against a Western opponent that has, you know, the season series in the balance and all the things that we talked about, how big of a game it was, how important it was for us to go in there and win, you know, for us to be able to do that, um, you know, like I said, felt great.
0: We talked about it a bit on the post-game show on Thursday night. Uh, kind of walked me through halftime uh, with the Trevor Harris situation with his injury, uh, not knowing when he was coming back and if he was coming back, and then all of a sudden he just kind of shows up there just before. I believe he was running out in the field as the ball was in the air from the kickoff, was he not? And and just yeah. kind of jumped out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, at, and we, just, we talked as a staff, you know, what, what was, you know, obviously the first thing you always do is, is find out what, The defense is doing and what you have coming up plays wise and then go talk to the receivers and running backs and then obviously talking to logan to make sure he was good with everything and i think he was out in the field warming up with trevor and all that stuff so we were doing our due diligence just as a staff trying to figure out Trevor's um, – Logan's a lot like Trevor. It's not like we're changing quarterbacks and how they play. So it was really just trying to figure out the plan and understanding where we were. I mean, uh, you want to get your backup if he's going to play comfortable right away. And we have a feel – a good feel for Logan, you know, what he does in practice well. Uh, but it's just different in the game. And You want to get him right at ease. So we are trying to figure out all the plays in our, in our call sheet that, you know, would be able to accomplish those things. And then obviously going out in the field and finally finding out that Trevor can play But then you're not sure you know how long it's going to last Mm -hmm. and if he can go out there and put pressure on it you know get take a hit take a sneak all those things but he checked every box right off the bat in the first drive and after that we were we were pretty good
0: he looked fine for sure um how do you come through the the couple of nights sleep and the plane ride? I know those things always seem to get worse overnight yeah, sometimes no, I mean, and stiffen
1: he's, up. He's been fine so far. We haven't mm-hmm. had a practice yet. So, you know, once we go out on the field and see how he's moving around doing things. But, you know, ultimately him finishing the game was big, you know, and all the things. He didn't come out on sneaks. He, he did every one of them. Um, threw every ball he needed to throw. Was still accurate. Was able to move in the pocket. You know, so, like I said, he checked a lot of boxes already. And then ov- obviously, you know, you know medical staff cleared him and feels like he's he's okay and we just got to go out there and practice and see how it's it's ultimately the major test is practice and then the game any uh, news you can share on matt o'donnell um no not right now i mean i think we'll we'll announce that later this week but uh you know obviously you know he's not you know he didn't finish the game so that's never good news but i think uh overall you know i think the prognosis is going to be better than what we hope for um but, you know, he's a big loss regardless. Um, you know, he's been one of the stalwarts on our offensive line. He's been the only offensive lineman that I've had here in my three years, or Gibby's had as an old lineman that started every game and played every game. And he's done it in multiple positions and just been an all star for us. So his loss is huge. Uh, but Kyle Saxlid did a great job filling in for him during the game. And obviously, we feel very confident with Bond or Saxlid uh, that they can get the job done.
0: Uh- I thought the injury that Trevor Harris had, uh, when he left the game, uh, it could have been a bit of a turning point. Um, obviously, it's not a good thing to see your starting quarterback leave, especially the way he started the season, but your defense comes out, gets a stop, including a sack on the next series, and then uh, you come back out in that first series, Harris returns and, and you get a touchdown. It seems like you just were able to just keep going and, and it didn't affect anything.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's it was definitely our defense, like I said, um, they were on point all night. Um, you know, obviously, if we would have scored one touchdown with a one-point conversion, we would have won that Game based on how they performed at the end. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things when you have a defense that's playing as well as they are, as physical as they are, you, you know, you're going to get opportunities in a game uh, to play. And, you know, obviously Trevor's a huge part of our team, big part of our offense. And anytime he's healthy and in there, anytime he's in there, you know, healthy or not. And he's willing to go and put it on the line. I think the guys around him are going to respond to that. Um, you know, that he he's definitely what makes us run and tick on offense. He had great field position all night long too. Uh, I
0: just went back and checked it out today. Uh, you started at the BC 52, the BC 54, your own 54, the BC 46, BC 42. Uh, your defense got the stops and the turnovers and you got some great returns. Maybe start with Martise Jackson. Maybe his best game is an Eskimo, uh,
1: 26 on kickoffs and 15 on punts. Yeah no he was he was tremendous all night uh, He was fearless back there um, he runs hard and he we opened up some holes from that he absolutely took advantage of and then there was other things that he made some things happen uh, didn't give up on any plays um, he was he caught the ball well as well as well I mean he was definitely handling it well all night seeing it well um, Tremendous, tremendous job. I mean, anytime you can start, you know, six drives past your 40-yard line and some in the in the positive territory, that's always going to be. Uh, welcomed by the offense and hopefully we can take advantage of those which we did Um, you know and then you're just at the end of the day if you don't do well offensively you're still putting them in bad positions and that's ultimately better for your defense to to let them pin their ears back a little bit and keep them backed up and you know even if you don't get the first score backing them up and getting another stop and then doing it again you know you like your chances if Mm -hmm. it happens multiple times so you know we're playing very good complementary football three phases and anytime you do that you have a better chance of winning any game
0: getting the returns was
1: kind of the final piece of the puzzle in the early going you've had great games from your offense and
0: your defense this year did you change anything on the return game did you change any schemes or anything or did you just kind of click
1: yeah i think we changed up a little bit but uh schemes wise but we've had some different guys s- step in there and, and perform and obviously martis makes a difference i mean he's getting more comfortable and and all that and you know, ultimately, I think uh, special teams comes down to, you know, AJ talks a lot about it. And, you know, schemes are one thing, but really it's that want to that your man's not going to make the play. And every one of our guys on, on our special teams has a job to do. And, you know, it's mano a mano. It's a big fight every time you're out there. And, you know, our guys didn't lose lose too many battles that night. And our returner, when they did, you know, made them right. So, you know, that's that's a good a good thing to see.
0: Uh, we talked about the return game defense again i mean you can't get tired of talking about this defense the way they play i mean they're exciting to watch they make things happen
1: no they are i mean i you know i i, I was just listening to the radio on the way in and Duke Rufus was talking, about, he's a, fight, a fighter's coach uh, out of Milwaukee, and he was talking about his fighters and how how they are, how exciting they are to watch because they're violent, they get after it, they don't stop, um, they're always charging people. And he said that's what sells tickets, that's what sells fights, is guys that will put their put their life on the line and don't be defensive well football teams you know you don't you generally see say that you you get excited about watching your defense play i i am truly excited to watch our defense every single time they're out there i'm excited that they're going to make something happen hit somebody hard make a play um they're fun absolutely a blast to watch i mean i think a lot of our offensive guys are enjoying it on the sidelines as an offensive minded head coach i'm loving it i love watching our guys play um and it's hard for me because i got to concentrate on the next series on (laughs) offense at times but i do get caught up in watching our guys play and i absolutely love getting in the next day and watching it from a coach's view, um, all the all the plays, and then talking to Lolly and talking to the coaches about the hows and the whys and why we're being successful. And that this has been from day one of
0: the first preseason game. I mean, uh, the way Don Yunamba started that preseason game with all those plays, and it's just
1: it's just filtered down from there. It's it's been a real consistent thing, right, from day one. No, they 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 believe in in the defense. They believe in the schemes. They believe in each other. They play hard for one another. Um, they're having a lot of fun doing it. You know, they come to work every single day. They just, they fly around. And I, I it, you can't do that too much on defense. I mean, hustling on defense, is paramount, and our guys believe it. Um, Coach Lawley, it was one of the, the first thing when I talked to him when we hired him. It was all about that. It was, I will get these guys to play hard. Trust me, that's, that's what we do. You know, these guys will run harder than they've ever ran, and they'll hustle more than they ever have because it's a standard that we hold them to. And it was music to my ears, and it, I had never seen or heard that talk that way before, but I notice it now, and I'll forever hold whoever the coordinator is, no matter where I am, that's, that'll be what I want to see on our defense always is that hustle and that ma- mindset that, you know, hustling makes you a better football team.
0: It is uh, 745 on 630. Chad, you're listening to the Eskimos Coaches Show with Jason Moss brought to you by Jiffy Lube. My name is Morley Scott. We'll take a break. Back more with uh, football talk after this. The Eskimos Coaches Show with Moss and Morley. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Where you can
1: earn a $100 travel credit. JiffyLubeService.ca on Eskimos Radio. 630 6-
0: Chad. Ah, back with the coach till the top of the clock. Eskimos getting set to head to Montreal where they'll play the Alouettes coming up on Saturday afternoon. 2 o'clock start here on 6.30, Chad 12.30 for the countdown to kickoff with myself and Dave Campbell. Uh, Jason, I want to throw some names at you from Thursday night. Just give me uh, your first thoughts on on the names and,
1: and how they played. First off, the obvious is Ajay. Yeah, Unsung Hero. I mean, that's... Uh... He does so many little things that we recognize as a team and on offense especially and special teams when he plays um, that help us win ball games. And for the rest of the country to watch that game and see a big play like that and again, I go back to the way that our uh, whole team reacted to him making that play should speak volumes of how well-respected Nate is in our dressing room. But uh, he was phenomenal. And not only that catch, there was a couple others as well on some other blocks. He's he's an unselfish player and he's an Eskimo. And that's, if you looked it up, that's what he is.
0: That catch he made uh, going away on the far side late in the game, he didn't get the first down, but just the catch was so athletic. The way he was, he was kind of corkscrewed on the play and he still ended up coming up with the Yeah football. no he's
1: he's got tremendous hands and he's got good route running ability and um you know he's obviously just coming into his own a bit this year and you know with the opportunity to finally start and have it be a position of his so you know he's done a tremendous job with it and uh like I said he's reliable. He's a great teammate. He's the one of the most unselfish players on our team.
0: Speaking of unsung heroes, how about Jesse Joseph?
1: Yeah awesome I mean had a forced fumble and a sack Um, You know, he and Vickers both went in to spell guys here and there throughout the game. I think they played 17 and 19 reps, respectively, out of 45. I mean, we weren't on the field all night, so they almost played half the game. But, you know, when they were in, their presence was felt, and Joseph's presence has been felt all year. Anytime he's gotten a chance to go in, he's done some great things. So I think uh, the bar is set extremely high on our defensive line, and the guys like Jesse that go in, um, are pulling their weight and then some. Uh, Sean White just keeps hitting field goals. Yeah, no, he's been tremendous. I mean, he's in a zone right now. Um, you know, what can you say about him? I mean, I'll tell you this. Every time he goes on the field, I expect him to make it, and I think he does too. So, and I see it every day in practice. I watch how he how he, he does his, his, his craft and, and works at it, and uh, he's as good as anybody in our league, and it's it's awesome to have him. Had to wait for Deveris Daniels, but that catch was was worth the wait. Uh, I know you said in the post game he did some other great things too, but I mean that was a tremendous. Yeah, catch, that, that the was. catch was was <laughs> you know phenomenal. I mean it was a little inside by Trev. Uh, I know that's one thing that he'd like back as accurate as he is. But anytime you have a guy of DeVar's talents that's able to go inside and make that diving catch, and you know um, it, it speaks volumes. And obviously, the first touchdowns in an Eskimo and in a big spot, we needed that play, and he made it. And um, you know, watching him practice last week, like I said, it was at a different level than I'd seen him before. And you know, expecting this now every week from him, he's, he's definitely has the talent.
0: I think it was nine different receivers that uh, caught balls uh, in the game. Uh, is that, obviously you got a great receiving core and, and and that's part of it, but it seems to me is that because Trevor's so good at, at making his progressions and he'll find the open guy?
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you look at, you know, our two of our top receivers Ricky and Kenny, I think had one catch each. I didn't notice that, to be honest with you. I'm just watching the game unfold just like Trevor is when he's back there and don't really keep track of who's getting balls and whatnot. You know, when we do our game planning, we have targets for everybody and they're generally very even, you know, but the defense dictates where the ball goes. So, you know, when, when uh, some guys are getting more than others, it's because Trevor's seen it, seeing the defense played a certain way when we call it play. And guys got to make the most of it. But nine receivers doesn't surprise me because we do a lot of different personnels. Um, You know, we we move guys around a ton and we have a ton of different plays. We don't generally call the same thing twice. So, you know, when we do that, there's more opportunities for everybody. Uh, Lots of time between games. Now, how'd you spend the extra
0: time this weekend since Thursday? I know you're not on the field again until tomorrow for the first time. Uh, How much rest and and what's the fine line as a coach you want to draw between rest and and not
1: getting rusty and staying ready well we just i mean it's it's always difficult i mean we have two games in 12 days right now so we're not about to kill our team and our players so you know we Cut cut back on reps this week. We had a day A schedule that we just turned into a barbecue for a team, team picnic, uh, team bonding thing um, to keep them off their feet. They're still working out. They're still recovering. They're still doing all those things. We've still had two meetings since then. So mentally we're into it. Um, we'll get a lot of work in this week. Um you know, our guys will be ready to play, Um, you know, and then obviously they'll be ready to play Montreal. And then we don't care about the next week. We just got to wait. But, you know, we already have it scheduled as such so that our guys will not be worn out for the next two games. And that's a short week coming up after after this game in Montreal too, so I guess you want to keep keep some stuff in the tank, right? Right, exactly. So you know, at the end of the day, we're we're focused on ourselves and, and understand the scheduling and how it how it uh, sets up, and you got to keep mind to it, you know, to get your players to be able to play at their ultimate ability, and I feel like we've done that. Um, you know, obviously the players have to play a big part in that. They've really got to stay off their feet, get the recovery. Um, take the mental reps that we're going to give them. Um, but obviously this week it's, you know, we're, go, we're all out. I mean, we've, we're going into that mindset of tomorrow's the most important day of the week. And we're going to, you know, work on our process and then hopefully at the end of the week you know we'll realize it's our goal. But right now I think all of our guys are ready to go tomorrow for our first day of practice.
0: Montreal's getting on a bit of a roll too. They've won two in a row. They're uh, probably uh, turning out to be a better football team than a lot of people thought.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, we said it at the beginning of the year when we them. I mean, it's, it's never easy to win a game in the CFL. It's hard to win every game. Um, they proved it. They played very well, I thought, against us. I mean, I know defensively they gave up some yards, but ultimately at the end of the game, it was a one-score game, and that's really the name of the game. But their, their defense especially has gotten better every week. They've given up less and less. Um, and then offensively, they run the ball as well as anybody in our league. They got a great running back, a big old lineman that's fi- big old line that's physical. They've got very good receivers and a quarterback now that's very dynamic. So um, you know their kicker can k- kicks it about as far as anybody. So and they've got one of the best returners in the league. So they're they've got a lot of talent. And obviously being coached now by Kahari, who's a vet who understands what it's like to play in this league and um, and is probably rallying the troops and all that stuff. They're definitely playing. very well Um, it's exciting for us to be quite honest with you because as an Edmonton Eskimo um, you know we've been used to playing Montreal at their best and so our message this week was you know this is great this is the best thing that could possibly happen we feel like if they can play their best we'll play our best we'll take it that's what we want and we've we've been used with this franchise playing montreal at their best in big games so i think we're excited to go into montreal having them be on a winning streak having us be on a winning streak now and just wanting to to get after it and let, let the best team win
0: a lot of noise around that team right now off the football field uh, does that you got to make sure you you focus and forget about that because obviously yeah, that, does, could, that doesn't play. Yeah, we could care less.
1: I can tell you that much right now. We could care less who's who's GM in that that club. I just know who's coaching it, and he's a very good coach. And they have their team playing at a very high level. So right now, that's our main focus. We could care less. We know they're going to suit up with forty-five guys, and they're their best forty-five, and they're going to be ready and prepared, excited to play as they should. They've been playing very good football. So, but. So have we, and you know our guys, uh, the one thing I love about our group is they play hard for one another, they play for one, they, for each other, they play for this city, uh, they put it on the line every week. So I'm looking forward to us getting to work tomorrow to see what we're going to be about this week.
0: Looking for a 12th straight win over the Montreal Alouettes Saturday, 2 o'clock, uh, 12.30, for the countdown to kickoff here on 6.30. Chid. Coach, thanks for this. Appreciate it. Good luck to you this week. Thank you. That's Eskimos head coach Jason Moss. My name's Morley Scott. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night, everybody.